I want to get to a story here that I found incredibly disturbing. I am, if you don't already know this, slightly neurotic and phobic about getting any kind of parasite or lice, anything like that, right? There's a Windsor couple, and they went on a sun vacation to Punta Cana and returned with an infestation of hookworm in their feet. Now, obviously, I have some questions. So Chris has been good enough to get Dr. Jay Keystone. He's on the line right now. He's a physician in the Tropical Disease Unit at Toronto General Hospital. Doctor, how common is this? First of all, it's very common. This is not a human hookworm infection. This is a dog or cat hookworm infection, which is why the larva can't get anywhere into the body and remains in the skin, at the surface of the skin, and migrates like crazy thinking, where the hell am I? These people aren't barking. So <laughs> the point is, it, it's itchy, it's irritating and inconvenient, but it's not serious except the infection that two of them had when they, from Windsor, that was really a bad outbreak, but we rarely see them that severe. Why was it so bad? Were, the, the amount of, of hookworms that were in their feet? Two reasons. One, they had a a large number of worms, and these are larvae, not adults. And second of all, the host immune response leads to marked inflammation, which is why they had blistering and quite a bit of pain uh, in that area. Usually, it's just itchy, very itchy, by the way, and it's a migrating tract that you see on the surface of the skin, uh, and eventually, if you don't treat it, it'll go away, but that could take months. So when you talk about uh, migrating tract, you're just talking about a line. It's an irregular, we call it serpiginous, because it looks like a serpent. Irregular, it's a line, not linear straight, but irregular line. And this line moves about one to two centimeters a day. Oh, because the larva is moving under your skin. How big are the larvae? (laughs) Yeah, but it's not the adult worm. But how big are they? Oh, they're microscopic. You can't see them. And and they're in the soil because dogs and cats have defecated indiscriminately in the soil. And so the larvae remain in the soil waiting for the next host. And the host they're looking for is a dog or a cat. Mm. But you're an incidental host, meaning you're the wrong host. So it then penetrates your skin and migrates, causing a very itchy, irregular-looking rash. We're talking about this couple that got back from um, a holiday in Punta Cana and found out that they had hookworm infestation in their feet. Um, Doctor, so, you know, the first thing I do when I get to a beach holiday is kick off my shoes. I'm not alone with, you know, on this. And I go and put my feet in the sand. I'm with you 100%. I don't tell people to wear closed-toed shoes. However, on Amazon for somewhere between 12 and 30 bucks, you can get water shoes and walk on the sand and in the soil. But I have to say, most people want to walk in their bare feet. And by the way, this doesn't happen to most people. It's uncommon, but by no means rare. Well, why would you be susceptible to it? Because the larva is sitting in the soil waiting for you. So there's nothing about these two people that came back from, you know, that are from Windsor that would make them more susceptible than me or you? Absolutely nothing. Wow. 
What I would watch for if I'm going to a beach in the developing world and there are lots of dogs or cats, I would say, oh, oh, don't lie on the sand. Uh, sit in some type of a chair. Even if you put your towel down, you're at risk because if you get soil onto your towel, then the larva may be in this, I mean, sand, then the larva may be there and you may wind up getting infected. Do they only infect your feet or would they go anywhere on your in your skin? If you lie on the beach, I've seen people covered from neck to tush uh, with these large, with these larvae because they lay down on the sand and instead of one or two, most people get one or two, mostly in the foot. I've seen people with 20, 30, 40 of these things. You're making me itchy. I know I'm not alone on this. And if you are infected, apparently the worst thing you can do is scratch? Well, you have to scratch. It's incredibly itchy. No, that's not the worst thing you can do. But doesn't it worsen the infection? Not, no, it doesn't worsen the infection. It just makes it feel better. Okay. Cold helps. That's why people in the winter sometimes run outside and put their feet in the snow. Or in Canada in August, you can probably do the same thing. But the point being, it's not dangerous. They had a particularly bad uh, infection or infestation. And the bottom line, it's treatable, but it's difficult to get the drugs. That's the problem. Why is it difficult to get the drugs? Because they are not marketed in Canada yet. One of them apparently might be marketed this year. Uh, and and they, you can't get them from the health protection branch. You can, in some cases, get them from a compounding pharmacy. So they need a prescription and send the prescription to a compounding pharmacy, and they can actually make up these drugs. Maybe not every pharmacy, but certainly some of the compounding pharmacies can do that. You, what you're telling us is truly terrifying for some of us, at least myself. I know there are a lot of people that are turned off by this. But let's not get terrified. A severe bout of traveler's <laughs> diarrhea, dengue fever, chikungunya, malaria. These are all risks when you go to certain countries in the developing world. And in this grand scheme of things, this is a minor issue for most people and, and is easily treatable by getting the drug. There's no such thing as zero risk when you travel to the developing world. You're a, uh, a specialist as far as tropical disease goes. So would most GPs know what they're looking for if you came in and said, look, I got these itchy feet. I was away in the Dominican. I don't know that we've never done a survey to say most GPs. But if you see an itchy, linear, serpiginous rash, I would think many GPs would recognize it. The problem is they may not know how to treat it, and therefore they should be referred uh, to a a dermatologist or a tropical disease center. Uh, And uh, I've been doing this for 40 years, seen many, many cases, and so it's not unusual. We see at this time of year probably two, sometimes two or three a week. Wow. And but easily treatable, not to be freaked out. I know the thought of a larva or a worm under your skin does freak you out. But as I said, this is not a huge deal. It is itchy. It's inconvenient, but it's treatable. Can we get it in Canada? We often don't. And I'm not sure why. In theory, we could. uh, But I think most of our dogs and cats are dewormed and they don't contain the dog hookworm. I suppose we could get it in Canada. 
I've just not seen it. Doctor, I imagine I'm not the only one scratching. I really appreciate you joining us on the show today. My pleasure. Nice to talk with you. Have a great day. Right. You too. Wow. Now that we've ruined your son holiday for you, uh, you're welcome. No, I, I I had to find out about this hookworm story, Rob, because it truly it gives me the willies. And now, I guess you, you, what the doctor's suggesting is you got to play your cards. It's the risk of going there. You spin the wheel. It's just, it's the way it is. 